0: Welcome to Living Truth Radio, a ministry of Living Truth Christian Fellowship with Pastor Michael Lands. It's our goal to build up believers and to reach out with God's truth to all people. And now, here's Pastor Michael.
1: Yeah, we're in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 26. He's looking at as this Philistine, not in size and shape and stature or whatever. He just sees this thing, this monster over here that's defying God. And that to David is just not acceptable. The people answered him, verse 27. The people answered him in accord with this word, saying, "Yet yeah, thus it will be done. It'll be what we just said. It'll be done for the man who kills him." And all of a sudden, excuse me, verse 28. <clears throat> now uh, Eliab, his older, oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger burned against David, and he said, "Why have you come down?" And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your insolence and the wickedness of your heart, for you have come down in order to see the battle. What? Where'd, where'd that come from? Where, where, how could he possibly be that angry or that bitter? What would make him that mad? Just yell at David like that. I know your heart. Does he know David's heart? I know what you're here for. David's, uh, his oldest brother, um, his anger burned against him. I think, I think, and this is just Mel thinking now, I think his brother is sitting there, part of that cowering, cowering crowd, and little brother sees him. Little brother sees him cowering, scattered like everybody else. Little brother just saw his big brother. His big brother, and there's eight of them, right? There's eight brothers, and Jesse's clan, David's the youngest, big brother is really big brother to David, and David sees big brother cowering like that, and I think big brother's a little ashamed, I think big brother's sitting there a little upset and angry, and he turns that on David for what David is doing, I mean, for for David seeing him, that, and he asks him, remember he says, and who did you leave those, those sheep with in the wilderness? Like, go back and do your job, David, do your job, see, I think that comes out of a heart that's not doing his job. See, I think that's why he's angry and bitter. That guilty conscience, oh, the brother, I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm here, supposed to be here fighting. David has come to bring me supplies while I'm fighting for God, fighting for Israel. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And he wants to come by or whatever, and he sees that, and then he just lashes out at David. And you're not doing your job, David. David did do his job. David was doing his job. Even when David wasn't there, David was doing his job. He left those sheep in good care. He left that responsibility there. He was. I think his older brother, uh, I mean, that just came from deep down inside, and that shows his heart. How do I know your heart? Or how is your heart made visible to people? I see David's older brother's heart. I think he's guilty. I think he's angry and he's bitter and he's mad. Have you ever had somebody... Just lash out at you like that? And you're thinking, what? Where did that come from? What, what did I say? What did I do? And it's good to examine yourself. If I've said something or did something wrong to offend you, you know, forgive me, but there are times where I have to scratch my hairless head
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and say, where did that come from? What did I do? Sometimes, sometimes it is Resentment. Coming from them not doing what they ought to do, seeing you do what you're doing, or seeing you seeing them not doing what they're supposed to do. That's embarrassing. And that anger can come out that way, and I think that's what we see here in, in, in verse 28. So David asks, David answers, answers him right back, "What have I done? What have I done to you? they just as strong. I can see David come back. What have I done? Was it not just a question? I just asked a question, big bro. I just asked a question. You know, and you're just lashing out, lashing out at me like that? And then verse 30. And David turned away from him and did what? To another and said the same thing. So David's like, wait, wait, wait. What did I do to you? And he continues his conversation with someone else. So David comes back strong. He doesn't back down. Um, but David is asking, I didn't do anything. I, what did I do? To you, And he asked the people again, and the people answered the same thing as before. Verse 31, when the words which David spoke were heard, they told him, they told those words to Saul, and he sent for him. Did I skip a part? No, I didn't. All right, uh, And uh, he sent for him. David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail on account of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Then, David, then Saul said to David, You're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth while he has been a warrior since his youth or from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant was tending his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock. I went out after him and attacked him and rescued it from his mouth. And when he rose up against me, I seized him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, since he has taunted, who again? The armies of the living God, David's heart. And David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul clothed him, clothed David with his garments and put on a bronze helmet on his head and he clothed him with his armor. David girded his sword over his armor and tried to walk for he had not tested them. So David said to Saul, I I can't do this. I can't go out with these. I can't go with these for I have not tested them and David took them off. He took his stick in, uh, in his hand and chose or his sling in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had, even in his pouch, and his sling was in his hand, and he approached the Philistine. Whew. Well, again, familiar, familiar story, but David sits there and he says, you know what, Saul? Saul, don't let any man's heart fail. This is a little boy talking to the king who stands head and shoulders above everybody. An embarrassing position, embarrassing. David recounts the story. I'll do it. I'll fight with him. Um, or I'll fight him for defying the armies of the living God. Because um, God has is, God is given me that courage, the spirit of God. The spirit of God had given David that courage to, to face down that lion, that bear. And he was, he was persuaded that the same thing would happen with the Philistine. David didn't need to, be, um, to, um, to convince himself. He was persuaded. So he tells the story about killing the bear, and he says the same thing that happened to the bear and the lion will happen to this Philistine too. You see how David, and then Saul gives him his garb. Whew. Okay, okay, David, little David, little teenage David, take my armor, take my sword. And David tries it on, and David says, mm, I don't know this. This armor, I don't know. This this sword, excuse me, this sword and, and what I have here, I, I don't I don't know this, I haven't practiced this, I haven't done this before with this, takes it all off. Whatever God has given you to do battle with, use that. Don't try to use someone else's battle equipment. It wasn't given to you. You may not be familiar with it. You may not understand how to wield it, how to use it. David was comfortable with what he knew and what he knew best, and that was his little sling. He would have hurt himself or gotten hurt if he had tried to go out there with someone else's armor. There are people who, who say, you know, for God's kingdom, I'm going to sing. And God didn't give them that. <laughs> and they, and they, I'm, I'm going to sing if it kills everybody. <laughs> Or whatever you know or i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna fight in the kingdom of god using using this what i what i want to use and god said I, I didn't give that to you i gave you this be comfortable with what god has given you you're good at it or he's blessed you with that gift whatever that gift is god has given you is it prayer is it prayer some people say, oh, no, no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I just, I'm just a little prayer. I just, I just pray. I, I, I can't stand up there on Sunday morning and, and preach or whatever, but I, I just pray. That's a powerful weapon. Don't try to do what God has given somebody else to do while he's given you something else. Everyone has what God has gifted them with to use, to use for his glory. If it's a sling, use that sling. If it's that voice, use that voice. If it is knowledge and wisdom, use that. And don't try to use someone else's. That makes you uncomfortable. I'm not comfortable. I'm not as comfortable. I don't have the gift that God has given Pastor Michael in terms of that passionate heart for evangelism. I want to see the, the unsaved saved. I do. But Pastor has a passion for it. He has a heart for that. That's God's gift to him. Now, we all do some evangelizing, but that's a gift. If I tried to pursue that I, and try to be that or act that, I, I would be stepping out of what God has gifted me with. And it would feel. And a lot of us go, go through that. I want that gift. I want to do this. I want to do that. And we can ask for gifts. And we, we can ask for those things. But what God has given us, use it. Use it for the battle. Use it for the battle because he will use you in that battle that way. So David picks up these five stones from the brook and he takes off to the Philistine. And familiar, we know what happens. Philistine runs at David. David runs at the Philistine. And the Philistine is coming Uh, out. The Philistine is upset and mad with him. Verse 43 says, the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine also said to David, come to me, and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the beasts of the field. And David's classic reply, filled with the spirit of God. He may have been a little fearful or may have had something, but he didn't stop, didn't skip a beat at all. Ran right to the brook, grabbed the stones, ran right at Goliath. Now, going to think about God had, had given him that, 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 um, that, that courage. He will for you too. Then David said to the Philistine, Will you come at me with a sword and a spear and a javelin? But I come to you in the name of Yahweh, the God of hosts, the God of armies of armies, the God of hosts, the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted, whom you've defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and I'll remove your head from you. Look at David bold David because he has that spirit of God and I'll give the dead bodies of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel David's not worried about just the Philistines knowing or just the Israeli army knowing the whole world is going to know God is God there is a God in Israel and he is God and that all this assembly may know that the lord does not deliver by sword or by spear for the battle is the lord's and he give and he will give you into our hands our battle is not against flesh blood like goliath it's against powers and principalities and those spiritual forces that come against us don't dare see that person as the enemy our battle is not against persons. It's against the spirit of this time. It's against it's against the, the spirit, this this antichrist spirit that is in the world today. That's our battle. Don't lose sight and make it personal. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against these spiritual things. And we've got to be on guard. And we've got to have the power of the Holy Spirit in us for this battle. Notice what, what um, uh, where was I going to go with that? So, uh, verse, uh, oh, I want to go somewhere with that. All right, Holy Spirit, help me. Verse 48, it'll come back. Then it happened when, uh, when the Philistines rose and came um, and drew near to meet David that David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand into the bag and, and took, it, uh, took from the stone and flung it at the Philistine. It, sunk, it sinks into the Philistine's head and so that he fell face to the ground. Verse 50, thus David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and he struck the Philistine and killed him. Um, But there was no sword in David's hand. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they came over to the Israeli side and said, okay, now we're your slaves. No? That's what Goliath promised. That's what Goliath said. You send someone over here, we do battle. If I kill, if if you kill me, we're your slaves. If you kill me, I'm your slave. Is that what he, is that what happened? No, they fled. They took off. Don't listen to a word that the enemy says to you. Don't you believe for one second the truth about what the enemy says to you? Satan is a liar, and the father of lies. When he speaks, he lies. When he opens his mouth, he lies. Do not be tempted to hear, to heed, to listen to, to believe the enemy. That would be foolish. He will never keep his word. He can't. That's not his nature. It is his nature, in his nature, to lie. And there are so many Christians who are conceding who are compromising because the enemy said, if you don't do it, if you don't say anything, if you just close your mouth and don't say anything to them, I'll just keep it on the down low and keep everything just nice and calm and, and whatever. And we say, okay, okay. And don't say anything. We don't do anything. And does the problem get better? Never does ever, ever, ever gets worse. It gets worse and worse because we're trying to compromise and listen to and believe someone who lies. And who's the liar? That's exactly what we see here. Lied, lied, lied. That's all that comes out of his mouth. Don't believe the enemy. So they rose up and they fled. And and the sons of Israel, verse 53, um, they chased the Philistines. And um, chasing the Philistines, plundered their camp um, David took the Philistine's head and brought it to Jerusalem, um, but he kept his weapons in his tent. Now, when Saul was going to, well, and so um, I asked my I asked my kids this week, what's the most familiar thing to you about David and Goliath? I was looking for for some wisdom from 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 the young ones, and my one daughter said, I know. I said, what's the lesson that you guys that you take from? Uh, this story my my oldest daughter said you know what that 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 people that the brothers weren't doing what they were supposed to do that the brothers weren't doing what they were supposed to do and that made her kind of upset you know that David had to come little David had to come and do it and I, I thought that was interesting um um uh, I, 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 as we look and search and, and seek for these nuggets of wisdom in here, it's interesting that we will all find something, something that we attach to in this story. I mean, it was interesting to hear what she said and what my son said and my other daughter said and, and even what my, wife, what my uh, wife said about it. We find different nuggets. What I want to leave you with is, is this. We have We have a power. That Pastor Chris keeps preaching about. We have a power. At our disposal. That we do not utilize. Enough. That some of us don't even know. That some of us aren't even familiar with. I've never experienced that boldness. That comes from being filled with the Holy Spirit. That boldness that has some gentleness to it. But boldness. I can be bold enough to do what God has asked me to do, to say what God has asked me to say, to set the bounds that God has asked me to set, to do what God has asked me to do. I do have that. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. You can. Not in and of yourself. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, you can. That Spirit, that power is available to you. But why should God give it to you? You have the Holy Spirit. That you have. You've been sealed until the the end. You are saved. You have the Holy Spirit living in you. I'm not talking about that. You uh, You are saved by the Holy Spirit, sealed by the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. Done deal. I'm talking about the power that comes from him filling you for the task, for the job for the task, at, for the war at hand. There are so many giants that we just cave into, I cave into, that God is saying, Mel, do you know? Do you not know this power that you have? And he puts it in these broken pots, these broken vessels, so that he can show and demonstrate what? My power? Yeah. No. <laughs> if something's going to happen, I can only say, Lord, phew, I am a cracked pot. <laughs> I am, so I know it was not me, could not have been me, just you. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit introduces Himself to you in a powerful way. Tonight, today, tomorrow, this week, the rest of your life, you have within you the power to fight this battle that you're afraid to fight you have been running from this fight for a long time i have we do but i'm here to tell you tonight that you have a power we have a power at our disposal to defeat any any enemy i don't care how big he looks How loud he sounds. How bold he comes across. You have the power to do it. And it doesn't take something huge. Some huge weapon. It doesn't. Little little sling. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all I need. I'm going to pray. Lord, I bless you tonight. Lord, I pray that by the power and might of your Holy Spirit. Lord, that you would begin to fill people who have tasted your goodness, people who have accepted you as their Lord and their Savior. Lord, I pray that the power of your Spirit would fall on them and that they would cry out for more of your Spirit more of the boldness that comes from your spirit, filling them for the job at hand, for the task at hand, no matter how big it looks, no matter how daunting the enemy may look or or sound. Lord, I pray that they would accept that power that you have for them tonight. Even now, Lord, fill them, Lord. Fill them, Lord. Fill them with this, your spirit. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We open our hearts and our arms to you. Holy Spirit, I pray that whatever temple you are filling, whatever temple that you have filled, whatever temple that you, have, you, that you dwell in, that you would clean it out, Lord, so that you can fill it even more. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us our sins and our trespasses, Lord, empty us out so that you can fill us, empty us of ourselves so that you can fill us with your spirit. Lord, And in being filled by your spirit, let us not be haughty or proud, arrogant. Lord, may we be humble. May we be, may we understand the, the power comes from you. Lord, that you are to be glorified, that you are to be lifted up that the, all the armies of the enemy would know that you are God and you're God alone. Lord, I pray that your people would love you tonight. Accept the power of your spirit tonight. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you this evening, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, for your grace, and for your mercy, Lord. Bless you. Jesus, in your name, the power of your name, We pray these things in your name, Lord. Amen. And God bless you.
0: This is Living Truth Radio and my name is Pastor Michael Lance and we are so glad that you've tuned into this program. And I want to tell you about our website and then tell you about an offer that we have right now. The website is livingtruthradio.org and what I'd like to offer you is something that goes hand in hand with this concept of David versus Goliath. And it is a book that I've authored. And the book is called Suit Up Putting on the Full Armor of God A Revealing Look at God's Armor If you would send us a note go to livingtruthradio.org and say Hey, I'm a, I would like a copy of Pastor Michael's book Suit Up for any donation amount to the ongoing ministry of Living Truth Radio um, We would be happy to send that book to you livingtruthradio.org Just go ahead and click on the donate button And please make a donation, as as whatever you can give, whatever God puts on your heart to the radio ministry that would really help us out. And then send us a note in the contact form and say, hey, I would like a a copy of Pastor Michael's book, Suit Up. That's all you need to do. Any donation amount, we would be happy to give you the book. Send the book out to you, livingtruthradio.org. That book is also available on Amazon. If you go to Amazon and just search my name, Michael Lance with a T-Z at the end, and Uh, search suit up Uh, you will get to that book as well and it's available on Amazon as well so the the website once again livingtruthradio.org hey tell a friend about the program you're hearing on this station we appreciate so much your support your listening and we pray that this year 2017 will be a great year where you experience the victory of the Lord for the battle belongs to, to the Lord. God bless you we'll catch you next time on Living Truth Radio for listening to today's program. Our mission is to get the truth of God's Word out. This is our passion. We want to impact as many people as possible, and we have an opportunity to expand this radio program, and we need you, the listener, to partner with us in prayer and in giving. You can give to our ministry through our website at livingtruthcorona.org. That's livingtruthcorona.org. Hey, I want to invite you to visit our website at livingtruthcorona.org to get more familiar with our church fellowship. If you live in the Inland Empire and don't have a church home, come and worship with us. We have a wonderful church family that meets here in the city of Corona. Our service times are ninth and 1115 a.m. You can get more information about that at the website. That's livingtruthcorona.org. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's program.